Mike Cronin is the head of co-op affairs for Fonterra. Well, my experts, my go-to guys when it comes to GDT auctions, picked it like a dirty nose. Yeah, Mike McIntyre at Jardin, Nathan Penny at Westpac both predicted a 5% drop. And Mike Cronin, that is what we got overnight. Do we hit the panic button? Not at all, uh, Jamie. We never like to wake up on a Wednesday morning after a GDT event with a 5% down, but... um, when you think about that as a response to what's uh, happening in the global economy, uh, probably not overly surprising, I don't think. So there's been a real softening when it comes to soft commodities, right? So this is just the world what grinding into recession, people having less money to buy stuff. Yeah, and uh, look, any any story you read at the moment um, sort of gives you the heebie-jeebies around you know inflation and demand and commodities and. We know that there's economists sitting around in crowded rooms, darkened rooms, you know, worrying about global recession. So that's that's the sort of little bit of uncertainty we're in at the moment. And it's part of what we try to do and to help out our farmers is just trying to look over that mess a little bit and, you know, look at what are the fundamentals of dairy. And so our our medium-term outlook still still positive on dairy and positive on, on demand, but you know, there'll be a few few more of these bumps as we go along. I guess at Fonterra you're lucky that you trade milk, an essential food item as opposed to, I don't know, make widgets or something like that that people can live without because if there's one thing that we're certain of, uh, the world is turning into a hungry place. It is, yeah, and uh, uh, there's more and more people uh, every day as well. So, good, good. To, it's always been good to be in the nutrition business, but a, a really good time at the moment. So, yeah, that's part of the things that feed our medium-term outlook about, you know, why this is the right business to be in, and um, and, and to give that sort of. Um, uh, comfort for our farmers uh, when they look over the longer term. Yeah. So the global dairy trade index was down five percent. Whole milk powder mirrored that at five point one. What took a caning and a big plunge was skim milk powder down eight point six percent. But it's kind of been the star of the stable this year, hasn't it? It has a little bit. So that's probably just a little bit of right sizing uh, there. Um, you know, the usual buyers were in there from Southeast Asia and China, so that's always a good. Good thing global stocks remain pretty tight, but you know this is probably just a bit of right sizing in the in the old skim milk powder market. How much volume was up for offer? We had um, we sold twenty two thousand, just under twenty two two. 22,200 metric tonnes last night, so an average price of um, just under 4,200 US dollars. So that's $150 million into uh, the New Zealand economy overnight too, so we can't lose sight of that either. Good stuff. All right, just but while I've got you, I see that Fonterra has its first electric milk tanker. Uh, I think you've named it Milky. Now, is this virtue signalling from you guys? Surely a milk tanker... An electric one's not going to go far. And that's exactly why we've only got one, uh, yeah. Jamie. We didn't get a fleet of them, so that would probably be virtue signalling. So what we want to do is actually work out, you know, what it can and can't do. So we've got this fantastic-looking tanker out there, great name. My my preferred name of Milky Milkface didn't <laughs> win, but um, I'll save that for another day. Um, but, you know, it's, 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 we're trialling it. We see how far it goes. Got got on some nice flat land around the Morrinsville plant where it's uh, where it's housed, and just to see what 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 it's capable of, and then 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 is then what's next. So yeah, a bit of a you know it's exciting to see this, but also just a bit of a 
bit of a chance to see what, what it's capable of. So, yeah, no, we're pretty excited. A final question for you. Are you guys still planning to go coal-free by, what, 2030 or whatever the peg in the sand was? Because, And the reason I ask is that a lot of the world, Europe at the moment, is going back to burning coal because they've got no option because Putin's cut off the gas. Yeah, yeah there's a, it's just a strange old world in there when that's a, that's a dynamic. We've still got our, our target 2037. Uh, t- to get out, and there's a whole lot of good reasons why that is. Uh, there's some logistical reasons, uh, and the ability just to turn plants off and on is not not. Uh, we haven't got that. So yeah, so we've still got the still got the aim, and and we we think that's the that's the long term view of, of, of coal use as well. Jamie, Mike Cronin, head of co-op affairs for Fonterra. Look for what it's worth, Mike. I'm with you on the milk tanker's name. I would have gone with Milky McMilk Face as well. Always good to chat. See ya. I would have split the prize with you, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs>